if you write all of your copy like you're texting your best friend, people will feel a kinship. I am Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. I'd love for you to tell the audience about some of the companies that you started because your portfolio is amazing. Yeah. So my whole concept has been around. Just looking at things with fresh pair of eyes, and just asking myself, is this the best way to do it? And my first business out of college, when I was 25 years old, was the first gluten-free pizza concept in New York City that was farm-to-table, organic, local, seasonal. All these terms that used to be considered gross, ugh, probably tastes like cardboard. And you know, cut to 15 years later, it's one in five Americans eat gluten-free. Now, now, from what I know, your companies cover the three P's, right? Three P's: pizza, poop, and piss. <laughs> no, it's it's pizza, periods, pee, and poop. So now yeah. we got your attention. So we spoke about the gluten-free so pizza. pizza. We, so I have four locations. We have so many more coming. And then the business that really, really took off is in the second P in the period space, and create a pair of underwear that's leak-proof and absorbent and antimicrobial and moisture-wicking called Thinks. Anyone here knows of the girl? Oh, okay, amazing. The thing that I really loved the most was disrupting the notion that a woman's period is something to be ashamed about, and it's actually something to be proud of. In fact, every human being is here because of it. So you're welcome, all men. <laughs> yeah, and then so and the P, the current P that I'm working on is the poop P, and it's really disrupting the American toilet category. I mean, a lot of people are here internationally and understand what bidets are, but in America, we still use dry paper. And the analogy that I love to give is: imagine if you jumped in your shower, didn't turn the water on, and just used dry toilet paper to wipe down your dirtiest bits. People would probably call you a little crazy, right? And so, what I've invented and created is a simple, simple, beautiful, aesthetically pleasing modern bidet that simply attaches to your existing toilet in 10 minutes, and it's super affordable. It's like 79 bucks, right? And it takes 10 minutes to install, and it's it literally takes a gross, tree-killing, awful experience into this like dainty. You can sip champagne while you do it. It's just fantastic. So, so on that, on that, as you continue speaking. One of the most amazing things about Mickey is how she brands her companies. There's an advertisement that you created that made your bidet company go viral. Tushy Saturday Night Live. So that's what we're going to put it on YouTube. That was a campaign for Tushy that really took okay. off. But the Thinks campaign was the first one. But Tushy, okay, it's the Saturday so Night Live. So if you could go to YouTube and type in Tushy, T-U-S-H-Y. And, and P.S. Do not go to Tushy.com. It's a graphic porn site. <laughs> <laughs> Go to hellotushy.com. Tushy, Saturday Night Live on YouTube. Okay, it's a hilarious video. We played this at AFS. Mind blowing. Or actually, if you also want to pull up the "I'm an asshole" video, Tushy, that's the video that has like you know 50 million. Actually, views. Let's, let's play that. Yeah, yeah. I I'm an, an I'm an asshole video, Tushy. On YouTube. Okay. That one's probably it's probably a good one. <laughs> I want you to Google that because it's really worth. 
watch. It's like an asshole character who's like a butthole kind of like, and the face is like in the butt. And the idea is that like this character like acts out when she's not clean. When she's a dirty like butt, she acts out like an asshole. And it's just really funny. <laughs> so I want you to get on Google on your phone. And it only costs us $13,000 for this whole video and it's return millions. And it's, it's one of the most genius ads I've ever seen. So Canadian. Google... <laughs> So Google, I'm an asshole, okay? Get the video there, watch it later. Don't forget to delete your Google search history after you Google, I'm an asshole, because that would be awkward if your partner sees that on your phone. And, and you will witness one of the most brilliant advertising I've ever seen for only 30,000 Canadian dollars. 13,000. 13,000 Canadian dollars, amazing. Let's talk about your book, Disrupt Her. Yes. It's coming out on Tuesday. Yes. Tell us about that book. So over the last 15 years, you know, as an entrepreneur, I just got so much pushback from investors saying, no one's going to invest in your companies. Ew, periods, should I be even hearing this? Ha <laughs> ha, you know, or poop or all these things. No one's going to buy your products. And I raised zero dollars for the first year for Thinks. I raised zero dollars for Tushy in the beginning. And I had to do Kickstarter campaigns and I had to really fight for every customer. And it turns out that people are interested in trying new products. I mean, you know, Thinks rose from nothing to 100 plus million dollars in two wow. and a half short years. Tushy, we're on track to being a $50 million business in the next That's year. Amazing. And so people are interested in challenging the status quo and trying new things. I mean, to date, we've helped save 2 million trees from getting flushed down the toilet. We've also helped 57,000 families in India gain access to clean sanitation because the global sanitation crisis is one of the greatest killers in the world. And I just found out that my own father, he told me this two weeks ago, that he still has nightmares being in India as a child and not having a clean toilet to go to. And the fact that I didn't know that and we've helped, you know, 57,000 families gain access to clean toilets in India just shows that we just cured that lineage story. That's incredible. Now, really cool. what is it about your family that thinks so differently? Because your sister, now, this was purely coincidental, but the winner of the best mentoring episode was Radha Agrawal, which is Mickey's sister. Twin, twin sister. Twin sister, right? Radha is the founder of Daybreakers. I have a line, which is, I have an identical twin sister. She's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, some guys are like, really, can I meet her? And I'm like, get out of my face. You're so dumb. Forget it. So Radha, Radha created Daybreakers, which is amazing. But what is going on there? How did both of you as sisters end up being so remarkably creative and invent things that just don't exist? I think that when you're a twin, when, for me being a twin, I just had someone, you know, always was like, oh my God, I love that idea. Go do it. Oh my God, it's the best idea in the whole world. Oh my God, I love, that's so good. And when we just had someone constantly egging each other on and just championing each other, like this morning, my sister spoke in front of 14,000 people on the Oprah stage for Daybreaker, a nine city tour around the country. And I just stood there next to her, just crying in support of her. And I think like when, when she first started early morning dance party, again, people were like, no one's ever going to show up in the morning to dance at a club, sober or no less. And it turns out that it's now 500,000 people wake up and dance every single month around the world in 30 cities. So it's very cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, <laughs> tell us about Disruptor. Who should yeah. read the book? Right. 
So what is the book about? Thank you, Vishen, for bringing it back to that. So yeah, I mean, Disruptor is, like I said, for you know, the last 15 years, people said, no, no one's going to buy your product. No one's going to invest in your product. No one cares about this. No one cares about changing culture or changing the status quo. And it turns out that people are interested and people want to question. I think people just need to be given the permission to do so in every area of our lives, whether it's talking about money out loud is considered tacky. Why? Who says? For example, you know, just a career, stay in a single career path. Otherwise, you're not considered someone who's serious. You have to get serious as you grow up. You know, that's another big one instead of, you know, no, actually the disruption is you can still live in a childlike state of curiosity, playfulness, and awe, and still be a responsible adult at the same time. Yes, you can. And so there are so many things that we've just been led to believe to be true that are just completely made up. Money's made up. Time is made up. Everything we have is made up in the world. So we can choose every single thing in our life. We can choose every belief in our life. And this book is that sort of permission slip in every area of our life to do that. Awesome. So check it out. <laughs> How many of you here in the audience are entrepreneurs? Great. What would be your biggest advice to people here who are entrepreneurs, who are starting out? And as you know, being an entrepreneur, it can be a tough journey. What would be your advice for those times when it seems difficult, the most difficult? The thing I sort of think about a lot is the concept of like what fearlessness is. You know, fearlessness to me isn't the absence of fear, but it's taking action in the face of fear. And the idea is that people are so afraid of what people say. People are so afraid of what are they going to think if I create a poop product? You know, what are people going to say if I talk about periods out loud? Oh my God. You know, and it was so much of people like not wanting to talk to me about it or talk. It's just like if you push through fully authentically, if we just are so passionate and so bright and bushy-tailed and so excited about something, people are just going to be attracted like moths to a flame. And so I think for me, it's just if someone doesn't get it, great opportunity to try again from a different angle and try again and try again and until they get so excited about it, just like I am. And so that's the goal is to get them to be excited like a kid and not feel so worried about what people think about how I'm going to do it. And I think that makes a huge difference. It comes from the root chakra. It doesn't come from here where you're just scared. It comes from like, what do I so deep inside of myself want to say? What do I so deep inside of myself want to share? And you operate and you speak from that place and magic comes after that. <laughs> so now what we're going to do is we're going to take a couple of questions from the audience. Okay? So if you have a question, please raise your hand and the mic runners are going to choose. All right, let's go to Yakub right over there. Yes. I'm Yakub from Montreal, Canada. Oh, me too. Moi aussi, moi aussi. No way. Mais oui. Sérieux? Le Brassard. Oh my God. La Rive Sud. That's not Montreal, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. no, That's no, like the is. other side of the bridge. Whatever. No, it's all love. No, no, it's, it's all Montreal. Love. I'm just kidding. Well, actually, it's not even a question. It's more a comment. But I think it's very important for all the like entrepreneurs in the, in the room. You are, well, not you, but Hello Tushi is the only product brand I've been following on Instagram for like two years because your content is so funny and interesting for like a toilet <laughs> accessory. I'm sorry to put it that way. But like literally that's the art of using social media in order to promote a product, but also 
build the audience that loves the product and what you stand for and like, you know, how you b bring out, I don't know, asses and make asses great again and like make it fun, right? So seriously, literally, this is the only brand with a product because like Mindvalley, you know, it's an educational platform. So obviously I follow Mindvalley. So you are the only, Hello Tushi is the only account of a product I follow because you guys seriously you're killing it what is your, what is what is Tushy's Instagram at hello Tushy thank you so much for saying that you're welcome just like oh, that hit you rock so like my now heart. I get it that's because you're from Montreal and, <laughs> yeah and you guys are so we are so awesome we are. <laughs> and you're the gold cast guy you guys have like 30 million followers so that yeah. comment means a lot we should talk after. So on that note, I do have a three-pronged thesis around how to shift culture and how to use disruptive innovation, how to use a product to challenge a society and how to create a big company. The first of the three prongs, because it's kind of like a tripod. You know, if you only have two of the three, it falls down or one obviously doesn't work. You need the three to really anchor a shift in the way people think about something that they would otherwise not want to think about. So the prong number one is best in class product. It has to be a best in class product no matter what. And that's not like, a, eh, it's good enough. It's best in class and you have to iterate until it's best in class. Number two is considered artful design across every touch point of your brand. I love these, these awards. I love all the things you guys care about design and it's important. People care about design. I mean, why is Apple crushing everyone else? Because they care about design and fonts. These things matter. Colors, the way people feel, like the way we think about every single piece of advertising and content that we create is from a place of art. Is this art? This is not an advertisement. This is art. And so the second prong, it has to be considered artful design from every touch point, whether it's our website, our posters, whether it's our packaging, whether it's the product itself, whether it's every single thing that we do, we look at it from a lens of art. And then the third prong is accessible, irreverent language. You know, people often overthink things. They get so in their heads and it's technical and clinical and medical and academic and it's just so, just, ah, versus does it really work? Why do I need it? What is this point? And the way you want to be talked to is like you're texting your best friend. And so the way we write and you're like, oh, it's funny. It's because when we text our best friends, we're like, we just kind of like are careless, a little silly. We, we just kind of write from our own authentic voice, right? We're not like, what do our customers want us to say? How do they, how do they want us to say it? And so it's really, really from a place of pure authenticity. Like, how do I text my best friend? And so if you write all of your copy, like you're texting your best friend, people will feel a kinship to it. People will feel different with it. And I know that from my personal experience with all of my brands where I tried to be initially not myself and like anything else, people are like, when you're not yourself and you meet someone, they're like awkward, you feel awkward because they're awkward and it's all weird. And, but then when you meet someone who's like so themselves and so comfortable in their skin, then you're just like, wow, that was what a great connection. I felt so good with them. And that's what it's like because someone, when they're looking at your, at your piece of content or advertising, they're a person, just like you or me. They're not just a dollar and cents or a zero and one. They're a human being. And so they want to be talked to, like you talk to your best friends. And so that has changed so much when we started again talking from our best friend texting voice and from an artful design and from a constantly, consistently iterating our product. And in my book, I talk about 
you know, it's not about being perfect, but it's the iteration is the perfection. It's the iterative process that's perfect. It's constant, ever-changing. Being perfect is boring. You know, I know, certainly. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> no, I, but it's the, really, it's the constant improvement and the growing, and that's, that's what's perfect. That's so. beautiful. I love that answer. I wish I wasn't sitting here so I could actually take notes. <laughs> so we'll take another question from the audience. And again, Mike Runnis, I'll let you choose. Hi, my name is Vera. I'm from L.A. And I'm not at all surprised that dudes gave you a hard time because shocker, right? But what about women? How did other women treat you? Because I find that sometimes when you get to a certain level, women that you thought would totally boost you up are so excited to knock you down. So oh. I'd like to know. Do I know something about that? <laughs> yeah, I never expected to have to deal with something, you know, jarring like that where the tall poppy syndrome or people not, you know, for me, like, you know, I get so inspired by people who are doing magical, cool shit in the world. I get so pumped up and so like, <gasps> like I want to, I'm so like, okay, I'm going to go home and, and get creative and write more and not want to just be like, ugh, like, the person like, oh my God, look what they're wearing. Like, I just like, oh, look at the haircut. It makes your face look fat, doesn't it? I got my haircut recently. And so, whatever, just like there's this weirdness around success. And I think for women, especially since literally like less than two generations ago, women were still in the kitchen and still like under the thumb of the patriarchal preconditioning, which by the way, most men are part of as well, or victims of as well. And so... I just, at first, was just so taken aback and so hurt and so, like, confused. And then I realized, oh, my God, like, they're all just little kids just wanting to be seen and heard. And when they're not, they just lash out and act out. And now, like, I just send them more compassion, more love, more connection, more attempt to inspire them even more, you know? And if they're not ready, that's okay. And I just sort of move on. And then, you know, and just send them a little heart emoji. You know, I got an email the other day from someone who I, I sent out an email and someone wrote a snarky, like just a snarky response. And I wrote back and they were so, they were so shocked that I wrote back, but I was just like, is everything okay? Like I'm here to, to listen basically. And then she was like, she wrote back, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I wrote that really late at night and I was just going through a really hard time and, and I'm, I'm really sorry. But I think it was just someone wanting to feel seen and ugh. And so that's most of it. And now everyone is so lonely behind their phones that all they can do is troll. So for me, I just like hang out with the people with high vibration, high frequency, stay, stay as high and like, holy shit, we're alive as possible and hope that the others will follow. Awesome. Thank you, Mickey. Please give Mickey Agrawal a big round of applause. And... Oh. And the book is called Disrupt Her, coming out on Tuesday. On Come paperback. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. Thank you, everyone. I'm Vishen Lakiani, and this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body, 
your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.